0: what's up pens nation what's up seattle kraken nation what's up bills mafia what's up steelers nation your host of bills post recap and penguins post game here scott mcgregor here to let you guys know that coming up on the program We will not be doing any media availability until after the game between the Bills and the Steelers, which will feature head coaches from the ice in Dave Haxtell and Mike Sullivan. It will also feature head coaches Mike Sullivan and Mike Tomlin. Sorry, not Mike sullivan and mike tomlin mike tomlin and sean mcdermott and of course this is all because of the big day in pittsburgh where in just a matter of moments the Pittsburgh Penguins will be doing battle against the Seattle Kraken. And I'll be back with you for that recap and some live updates on the game going on following that game at 4.30 p.m. Between the Buffalo Bills and... The Pittsburgh Steelers. So I just wanted to come on and say with both shows getting started one after the other in a matter of moments and one getting started in five hours time I wanted to come on and say for Steeler fans, good luck to you, and may the best team win. We'll break it all down, plus the press conferences will be on Bill's post-recap for Mike Sullivan, head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the head coach of the Seattle Kraken Dave Haxtell as well as head coaches from the Pittsburgh Steelers and Buffalo Bills Mike Tomlin and Sean McDermott They are all coming up on Bills Post Recap but before we get to that we gotta get to the game coming up in a mere moments from now. So enjoy the hockey game. Enjoy the football game. But make sure you come on back. For. Both recaps. Alright everybody. That's it for me. I'll see you both. At showtime. For Pens and Kraken. as well as Steelers and Bills. And while we prepare for Penguins and Kraken, take a listen, after this word from Broadcast Math, to this, that was posted even before The Bills and Steeler game was moved to Monday. Check it out before our intro music and message. And of course, that is for the show, Penguins post game, Pens and Kraken. which is coming up following the final whistle of Pittsburgh Penguins versus Seattle Kraken. A special video that will also be played atop the opening of Bills and Steelers Bills Post Recap is coming your way right after this from broadcast map as we count down to the start of our show i'll see you at showtime
1: looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting sports media And from time to time, my favorite sports teams, listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast
2: Map.
3: Every time I walk in here, it's the same feeling. Everybody's got the same hopes and dreams. When big in Vegas, go home a champion.
4: Four games, Buffalo has been the best team in the AFC. Comes all on a cut for the touchdown! They look unstoppable. Sensational on both sides of the ball. And he's
2: snaps. Picked
4: on attack, and Vanessa is gonna go! Buffalo Bills are the real deal. They're back representing the AFC. But
3: most of the time, those dreams are met with despair and disappointment. (laughs)
4: Perfect. And the Broncos have come to Buffalo. And they're going to lead with a win.
3: I don't know what to do with the Bills. Still no run game. Still lots of turnovers. Sometimes you're down so bad, you're not sure you'll ever make it out. First, to the end zone, And
5: the Eagles have won it in overtime.
3: You hear the voices feel the
4: eyeballs staring
3: at you. Right now,
5: the Bills are 10th in the AFC. Jeff, Saturday, are they done? They're done.
4: I just think they peaked. I don't have them making the playoffs. What leaves you still confident after it's been so many weeks of kind of the same story here? Because you've done it before.
3: But you know, with the odds stacked against you and nothing to lose, all you need is a seat at the table because you know you're about to go on a run.
4: The only thing that matters, man, get the dough. They have fixed their offensive problem. Oh, are you
2: serious?
4: I Stout running game. Physical both sides of the ball. That's the scary part.
6: You guys told me you felt rejuvenated. Why?
4: Let James Cook. again. On behalf of the American Football Conference, do not let this coach. team get into the tournament. 17's a tough hand. 17 is our lucky number.
3: He's dynamic. This is
2: next level. Yeah. Right up touchdown.
3: Howard's going to
2: take a touchdown! Touchdown!
3: And sometimes you realize you don't need the perfect hand. NFC Championship. Yeah! You just need to play the cards you're dealt. every single one
7: of you. Every game, all right?
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Buffalo is headed for the fourth consecutive time to the divisional round. And they will take on the Kansas City Chiefs.
8: We've got ton
0: We've got a ton of people to hear from. So let's get started with Bill's post-recap. Start the intro.
8: People always ask me, what's so special about Buffalo?
2: Why,
4: after all these years, this is still the only place I call home. Why I always find my way back? You know, I can't explain the feeling. The roar builds mafia when the team run out the tunnel. The rumble of sixty thousand people banging the
2: bleachers.
4: no eruption when the big dog Josh Allen gets off the leash. Josh, Josh. Josh, Josh. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Big dog. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Jay! Let's go, Jay! Being from Buffalo ain't just a fact. It's a mindset.
9: storm watch south of buffalo and this includes the stadium for the game
2: we also
8: have a high wind watch
4: we will fight for the city like we always have the montana Ave. to orchard park because at the end of the day we ride together
8: the bills are coming Indeed, they are coming. Wow! Steeler
0: fans, first of all, let me congratulate you on a heck of a season. A heck of a year for the pit for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, it ends in disappointment. I understand that. But here's what I want to
8: touch on. First of all. You guys played extremely,
0: extremely well in that second half. Yes, you guys did not.
8: Start playing until the second half. But. Honestly, I gotta say, it feels like a win-win for Pittsburgh and Buffalo.
0: Obviously, Steeler fans, the season ends in disappointment. But you still got Pittsburgh Penguin hockey, so that's a plus.
8: Buffalo, though, even if we lost, we still have Buffalo Sabres hockey to talk about. But Bill's Mafia,
0: how are you feeling knowing that the divisional round is going to be in our house in front of our fans? Against Travis Kelsey, Andy
8: Reid, and Patrick Mahomes. And of course, Chiefs Kingdom. Let me know as we welcome everyone
0: into Bills post recap. Which, by the way, is called Bills Post Game. It's just the way we are determining we are determining the game for or our breakdowns for the game during the postseason. That right there
8: was the opening calm before the
0: storm speaking of the calm before the storm there's another video that we could play for you but a minor note here i i should have made note here um the penguins and kraken we do have mike sullivan but unfortunately we do not have Oh, never mind. We actually do have, we do have Dave Haxtell, so we'll get to Dave Haxtell, and we'll also hear from Jaden Schwartz, but mainly we want to get to Dave Haxtell, and we also want to get to Mike Sullivan, and we'll get to them after our first half of our opening segment as we wrap up what went down on the ice. But we got to start this recap with what went down on the football field.
8: And what better way to get it started, courtesy of the CBS Sports app, And you can download the
0: app for yourself, follow all of the playoffs, follow the games as we go around, as we go on.
8: But what better way
0: to get this started here than to get through the game, scoring plays, the summary. We'll get to the game stats, courtesy of sportsnet.ca in just a moment. But how about the scoring summary we do, courtesy of the CBS Sports app? Here we go.
8: We're going to go through the scoring via
0: the plays. Pittsburgh with the ball first, and they unfortunately have to punt. But they do get a couple of good yards. Najee Harris. For one yard, he was tackled by Gregory Russo. Mason Rudolph got a nice 16-yard pass to JT Warren.
8: Jalen Warren, I should say, excuse me. That was for 16 yards and a first down. First and 10, Najee Harris. Once again, this time he
0: goes for two yard gain. And then Mason Rudolph. Second and eight and then third and eight. Still at the Pittsburgh 49 yard line.
8: Passes are incomplete. And this uh, leads to Pat Harvin. Trustley Harvin, I should say. Hmm. The third. Hunting for a 31-yard punt. Fair catch made by
0: Deontay Hardy. You know what? Let's go to the plays. Let's go to the play. Let's let's just go to the scores. Now there were some interceptions. There were there was an interception, one interception to be honest, and of course there was a fumble. That honestly, I don't. I just don't think so. Now, Bill Mafia, you could be mad at me all you want, but I honestly wasn't sure. This, uh, turnover that the,
8: this turnover that was, uh, that happened, I honestly wasn't sure. This turnover. For fumble, was a turnover.
0: Honestly, I wasn't sure. Anyways, in the scoring summary here by Sportsnet.ca, because we're gonna move that to Sportsnet.ca, and we'll use CBS Sports app for the remaining games, and get a look at our Sunday slate and Monday, uh, Saturday slate, excuse me, and we'll get a look at the game that we will keep an eye on here throughout the program. Uh, the Eagles and the
8: Buccaneers. But kicking our
0: first half of our opening segment off, in the second half of the uh, opening segment, we will hear from head coach Mike Sullivan. We'll hear from head coach Dave Hackstall as well as player for the Seattle Kraken, Jaden Schwartz. But right now, let's get to it. Seven minutes and two seconds. Dawson Knox. Nice pass from Josh Allen. To the house. Tyler Bass. Kick is up. It's good. Bills up 17-0. Bills 7. Dealer 0. Four minutes and ten seconds left in the, for- in the first quarter. Bills again with the ball. Josh Allen. Looks. Looks. Oh, there he is! There's Dalton Kincaid, twenty-nine yard pass. What a touchdown! Tyler Bass kick is up.
8: It's good. Don Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid <laughs> puts it in the
0: house, and the Bills go up fourteen to z- fourteen to zero after one quarter of play.
8: To the second quarter. We go.
0: Bills are up 14 to 0. Speaking of the Bills, seven minutes and one second into the second quarter. Josh Allen, you know he can use his legs. He gets the first done. But then he's gone. He is gone. You can kiss him goodbye. 52-yard touchdown run for Josh Allen. That was something I was honestly not expecting, Bills Mafia. Honestly, I was not expecting a 52-yard touchdown run by the quarterback, Josh Allen. In Josh Allen. But oh my goodness me. Oh my goodness, greet. Oh my goodness, me. Anyways, Josh is a 52 yard run for the touchdown. Puts the Bills up 20 to 0.
8: Bills 20. Steelers 0. Extra point up and good. Bills up 21 to 0. Bills 21.
0: Steelers 0. And then just a minute and 39 seconds before the half. Deontay Johnson finds a pass from Mason Rudolph for a 10 yard pass, touchdown. Steelers, Chris Boswell with the extra point up
8: and good. And it's a now a 14 point lead at the half for the Bills as they lead 21 to 7. Bills 21, Steelers 7.
0: In the second half, in the third quarter, eight fifty to go in the for, in the third. Chris Boswell, he's got to make a, a field goal from forty yards out. He does,
8: and the Bills now leading hmm. twenty-one to ten. Bills twenty-one. Steelers, 10. Bills up by 11. Bills go back up by 14. With a Tyler Bass. He missed a field goal earlier in the quarter. (laughs) He missed a field goal earlier in the quarter. And he puts one in. Bills back up by 14. Let me just double check that just to be sure. No, sorry. Bills up by 11.
0: Nope, there we go. Bills up by 14. I didn't do it. I didn't do the math, right? Sorry about that. Anyways, Bills Bills back up by 14. 24 to 10.
8: Bills. Bills 24. Steelers 10.
0: On Tyler Bass's 45-yard field goal. Up and good. A minute and 32 seconds into the third quarter. To the fourth quarter we go. 24 to 10. Bills lead. Calvin Austin. The third finds a seven-yard pass from Mason Rudolph. Chris Boswell with the extra point. Uh Uh-oh. Here come the Steel City Steelers.
8: 24 to 17. It's now a
0: seven-point game. We're back in a one-score game with 10 minutes and 32 seconds when this touchdown happens. And then six minutes and 25 seconds later, in the 4th quarter.
8: Kale Shakir Kale Shakir
0: seals the deal with Josh Allen finding him for a 17 yard pass touchdown Bills and the Bills are going to win this one 31
8: to 17 they win this game by 14. Tyler Bass kick is up. It's good. And the Bills win it. 31 to 14 over the Steelers. Now there were some plays here that had hope. There were some plays that had hope, hope, hopes for the Steelers to come back in this game. For example, in the second quarter. We mentioned the blocked field goal. This one blocked by Adams. This one blocked by Mike Adams, Montavia Montravius Adams, I should say. Sorry about that. And then, of course. We had the missed field goal by Buffalo
0: in the fourth quarter before the game ended. So, of course, Tyler Bass does miss a field goal, but he makes one
8: before he misses one.
0: And he made a couple of great extra points. Bill's come away with an interception and a fumble too.
8: But not before. There was a fumble on that interception play, and Mason Rudolph was uh, intercepted by Kyler Elam. They also fumbled the ball.
0: These happen early in the game. Mason Rudolph, incomplete short right to Pickens. To George Pickens. He was looking for George Pickens. Terran Johnson.
8: Buffalo challenged the fumble call. And they got it. Terran Johnson recovered the Fumble. Sorry, Carl Bernard recovered the fumble, and the because the play was reversed on the challenge by Buffalo later in the game.
0: There was a second challenge, and later in the game, that challenge came back to haunt the Bills, but they got the W, and now they are going head-to-head
8: with the Kansas City Chiefs. All righty. Let's get to our game stats and then we'll close out
0: the opening segment with hearing on the ice side. We'll close out the first half of the opening segment. Hearing from on the ice side.
8: Head coach of the Pittsburgh of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Mike Sullivan, will take us to our first commercial break. On Bill's post game, we've got tons of people to hear from. Sean McDermott coming up, and we've got, of course, Pittsburgh head coach, Mike, Mike Tomlin. The Steelers season ends in disappointment. But even though it was on Martin Luther King Day, There's got to be some good stuff. We'll get to all of it. Including hearing from the bills. In moment. In mere moment. All we need to decide now. On the NFC side of things. Who, and I say who, are the Detroit Lions going to face in the next round? Who will they face? We'll have that answer by the end of the night. All right, everybody. Time to get the game stats out of the way. And then we're going to hear from Mike Sullivan. As we keep an eye on. The other game going on right now. When we do game balls of the game coming up after Jaden Schwartz and Dave Hackstall from the hockey side of things.
0: Which will be also in our second half of the opening segment. More likely, now our middle segment.
8: We will also
0: get to our play of the game and our players of the game before we get to the game balls. Before we get down to the needy greedy here and the stats that kind of matter, let's get down to the time of possession. And the Steelers finished the game with a time of possession twenty six minutes and forty one seconds. The time of possession for the bills thirty three minutes and nineteen seconds. The bills lost fourteen yards
8: on their sacks, and they they were. Touched. They had Josh Allen get touched
0: by Pittsburgh twice in today's game. They only touched Mason Rudolph once and sacked him for eleven yards. The tackles: thirty-eight for the
8: thirty-eight for the Steelers, thirty-two for the Bills. The
0: Bills won the turnover battle 2 0. Meanwhile, they were only penalized 20 yards for two penalties that they they took. Pittsburgh got six penalties. And as a result, they were penalized 50 yards. The Steelers finished the game and their final game of the 2023 season, which ends it in 24. They finish their season in 2023 and their 2023 year, which ran into the playoffs
8: with 22 first downs,
0: 24 first downs for the Bills. The Steelers were 45% efficient on third down. The Bills, 42% efficient on third down. They averaged 5.6 yards per play for 66 plays totaled called by the Bills. Steelers called 63 plays and averaged 1.1 yard per play. The Steelers rushed for
8: 106 yards.
0: They passed for 218 yards, giving their total, at the end of the game, 324, 324 total yards. The Bills, meanwhile, their total yardage was 368, and that's on account of their 188 and 89 yards, I should say, 189 yards passing, and 179 yards rushing. All right, let's get to head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Mike Sullivan, because as you heard on Penguins Post Game, we will get to head
8: coach Mike Sullivan and Dave Haxtell. Mike Sullivan and Dave Haxtell. On Bill's post recap, and we're going to get to one of them right now. So here's what we had from the hockey game down in Pittsburgh earlier today. And we're going to flip our background here.
0: So you see the two teams behind me from earlier today. On the right side, on the left side of me. We've got the Kraken. On the right side, we've got the Penguins.
8: So here we go. With Mike Sullivan to send us to our first break of Bill's Post Recap.
6: Mike, uh, first, is there an update on Chad Rudeau?
10: Uh I don't have anything for you right now. I haven't visited with our medical team, but obviously he went out uh, at the end of the game. Um, I have no specifics for you on that one.
11: Yeah, and then just what did you see from Drew today? And then do you think there's another level to his offensive game that he's still yet to reach or starting the same rate?
10: Yeah, I do. I think he's I think he's playing with a lot more confidence. Uh, I think he's hanging on a pucks more. You know, I think, O'C's the strength of his game is just in his puck pursuit. He has a good stick, he's got a long reach, he's a rangy guy and he can really skate. And uh I think he he brings that puck pursuit game to Gino's line. Rusty excels at it also. So I think as a result they're getting Gino's line is getting more offensive zone time and uh, they're dragging Gino into the fights sp- so to speak and and Gino's good when he gets when he gets down in in that grind game down low. He's he's very capable of playing that game. So I think O.C. helps him in that regard. I think Rusty helps him in that regard. But I think just with respect to O.C.'s game, I think he's just gaining a lot more confidence. And because of that, I think uh, he's just more adept with the puck. His, his scoring touch is, has improved. He's hanging on to pucks uh, longer. And he's looking to make, make plays when they're there. And, that, and that's the game that we want him to play. We don't want him to turn into a, a high-risk player by any stretch. But when plays are there to be made, he's very capable. And uh you know the fact that he scored a few goals, I think certainly is a huge boost for his confidence.
11: Mike, you've switched the defensive pairs around a little bit. Do you feel it's starting to lead to maybe steadier, even more basic performances by
10: some of them? Well, that's our hope um that's our hope is that you know we can settle into some pairs that that can stay together and and with respect to that, I think they can build chemistry you know they they learn each other's tendencies, they come back to the bench they talk and and so our hope is is that that we can we can settle into some stability with respect to the, the pairs and uh, and then they understand what their role is you know their role as you know when they play with their partner but also with respect to their role on the team what what's what's expected of them in different situations uh, so our our hope is is that that we can settle into some stability um, I think gravy in particular has his game has really improved here over the last little while. I feel like he's, or we feel like he's, uh, his game is building traction and uh, we just thought the time was right to, to make that, make that adjustment and see how it goes. But uh, I thought he had another strong game tonight.
8: Mike, um, Sid scored a lot of goals in his career. You've seen quite a few of them. Uh, I don't know if he has a signature shot, but the one
11: where he sort of gains the, the leverage by going down to one knee, like the first one he scored tonight, uh, it's certainly one that we see a lot from him. Just from a
8: perspective of a guy who played in the league, but also has coached him, when you see him do that,
0: what what goes through your mind?
10: Oh, I you know, hey, listen, sometimes we we marvel at what he does out there. You know, we get the best seat in the house because we're right up close to it. Uh, we watch it every day in practice. I think that the biggest thing for, you know, m- or my observation of the thing that I admire most about Sid is, is his creativity and how he scores goals and, and his ability to do it so many different ways. I think he's the best player in the game, the best player in the world, and has been for a long time in and around the blue paint. You know, he, how many times you see him go down to one knee, he'll shorten up on his stick. He'll slide his top hand down halfway down the shaft of his stick, and he makes himself big and uh, off the back door and, and he scores goals that way. He scores goals from below the goal line. Uh, his backhand is one of the, one of the most dangerous backhands in the game. He just has the ability to score goals so many different ways. I think the, the biggest thing for me is just his creativity. It, his ability to think it, it has to start in his brain first. Uh, Before he executes in some of these things and just his ability to think it his imagination and the way he brings that creativity to his overall offensive game for me is uh, what what impresses
2: me the most about him.
10: Uh, It's done.
2: (laughs) Mike, uh, this is arguably
12: your your team's best performance of the season or definitely one of them. Just what did you like about the way your team
9: played defense tonight or today?
10: I just liked, I liked our intent. I, I just thought our intentions were in the right place. And um, when we play the game that way, it's collective effort. It's a team game, and everybody understands what their role is, and you play it. And uh, you know, and, and for me, I think when our intentions are in the right place and our willingness to play the game a certain way, I think we can be hard to play again than I thought we were tonight. This is a team that has had tremendous success here over the last month. You know they're nine zero and two or whatever they were coming into this game. They beat a lot of really good teams. They have a lot of balance through their lineup, um, and I, I thought we played a complete game. You know, it was uh, it was low event, um, but that's the game I think that sets us up for success. When when we check, we have to play away from the puck. We have to we have to make sure that we don't provide easy offense for our for our opponents. And I didn't think. I didn't think we did that tonight. I thought we forced them to have to work to get some of the offense that they got, give them credit. They had a few really good looks and Tristan made a couple of big saves for us, uh, but they had to work for it. So our intentions and our willingness, I think were both where they needed to be.
11: Sully, sorry about, sorry to keep you. Um, Just one more on Sid. You know, he scored a lot of goals, but he's shooting more this year. His numbers are up. Um, He's obviously on pace for maybe almost for 50 at this point. Was that a, conscious did you guys have any conversations about him looking to be He's such a gifted playmaker was there was there a discussion to say hey we'd like you to get the puck on that more is that him just reading the
10: game no I think it's just him reading the game we quite honestly we try to stay out of his way he thinks it way better than we do and uh I just think Sid is uh he takes what the game gives him you know when when the plays are there to 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 make a play he does you know, when there's opportunities to put the puck in the net and shoot the puck, he does. And so I, I just think that's his that's his own um ability to process the game a certain way and uh and the chemistry that he builds with his line mates. So um we really haven't had a whole lot of discussion. Sometimes we'll share our insights if uh if we see certain things that might be able to help him or help his line or whatever it may be, but um most of the time, we try to stay out of his way.
0: Mike Sullivan on the Penguins. 3-0 win over the Seattle Kraken. And we're back with more from Seattle's 3-0 loss to the Penguins. And more from the 31 to
8: Seventeen win for the Bills right after this. Dave Haxtell and Jaden Schwartz coming up. As well as head coaches from the football field, Mike Tomlin and Sean McDermott. All coming up when we return.
0: And of course, when we return to this post-game show, we'll hear from Dave
8: Haxtell. We'll hear from Jaden Schwartz. We'll get to our play of the game for this game. We'll get to our player of the game
0: it's all coming up plus maybe i don't know if it'll happen but maybe we will get a victory speech
8: the the big thing that That I want to keep in mind right now. The big thing I want to keep in mind. Is. The job's not done.
0: Now you got to play Kansas City. In a high mark stadium. Now you're headed to the divisional
8: round. Now you gotta play Kansas City in Buffalo.
0: We'll talk more about it when Bill's Post Game continues. Bill's Post Recap, that is, when it continues, right after this. Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly, as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out weekly in sports with me scott mcgregor we give some shout outs of the week to podcasts like this one and those who do them discuss the blue Jays, bill raptors and more to learn more check out the sports for beginners facebook page search sports for beginners Welcome back, everybody, to
8: Bill's Post Recap.
0: You know what? I think we should just call it Bill's Post Game all season long. I really do. I really, really do. I don't know why, but I think we really should do that. We haven't changed the logo back to the Bills and Steelers yet, but... We will. Before we do, however, I do want to hear as promised, I do want to hear from I do want to hear from the Seattle Kraken head coach. And I also want to hear from
8: I also want to hear from Since we're gonna have a
0: player with us for this one, I do want to hear from Dave Haxtell, and I do want to hear from his player, Jaden Jaden Schwartz. So without further ado, let's throw you over to Jaden and Dave Haxtell, and then we'll get over to our
8: player of the game. Brought to us courtesy of the uh, courtesy of the NFL app
0: download the app for yourself and if you're just in it for the playoffs because your team was eliminated but you're also in it to see who wins Super Bowl 58 follow your favorite team who you think is going to win the Super Bowl if your team is out all year long
8: and all playoff long all playoffs
0: long this just in the buccaneers lead the eagles 10 to 0 in the first quarter
8: we'll talk more about it when we're done with the coach and player from When we're done with the coach and player from the ice side, which is also when we will show you Yes, we will also show you. Again, this logo will
0: be switching to the Bills and the Steelers. But right now, we're still with the Kraken and the Penguins. Because we want to get what we promised Penguins fans and Kraken fans on Penguins post game that we were going to get to. And we are going to abide by that promise.
9: I just didn't think we executed well enough. Um, we looked a little tired at times. Um, just didn't have that same jump and energy, and um, just weren't able to make passes and execute and, and uh, get to the inside enough. So we got to rest up, uh, get some energy tonight, and um,
12: be better tomorrow. Well, for sure, we had some guys that were a little bit under the weather, so that you know that affects uh, you know some of the players in in the lineup with energy. Um, you know that's. That obviously doesn't affect everybody in the lineup, but uh, we didn't manage the puck very well in the first period. Uh, neither, and, you know, this is a team that pressures pretty well. They pressure hard. They have good sticks. Uh, we didn't come out of our zone as well as we needed to, and we definitely didn't enter into their zone. We didn't manage the puck well enough in the first period. That's where, you know, a lot of uh, <clears throat> a lot of the opportunities for them came from. They came right off our tape. Uh,
8: a couple of mistakes early in the second period, and uh, you know, and we're chasing the game from there. There you go. Oh, one second here. It's. There we go. There is. The big boys. There are the big boys.
0: Jaden Schwartz, Dave Haxtell, and we've also heard from As promised, for the Penguins fans, we've heard from
8: the one, the only, Mike Sullivan,
0: head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Up next for Pittsburgh, we're going to hear from, when
8: we have it, we're going to hear from Pittsburgh head coach, Mike Tomlin. The season ends in disappointment, but hey, sometimes it's not going to happen the way you want presser from mike from mike tomlin and if we get a presser we will get a press we will get a look at What the Bills had to say, what Bill's head coach, Sean McDermott, had to say after the win. Speaking of which, it has just come to my attention that we have a victory speech. So let's go. So let's go inside the Bills locker room.
0: Let's go inside the Bills locker room before we get to the play of the game and our player of the game, player of the season for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and of course our player of the game for Buffalo.
8: with this season of Pittsburgh Steelers football in the books
0: ladies and gentlemen it is now my pleasure to take you inside the locker room for the wild
8: card weekend victory speech given by the one and only, that's, that's a big time win. Given by the one, given by the one and only head coach of your Buffalo Bills,
0: Sean McDermott. Sean, the floor is yours. Take it away.
8: That's a big time win, man! First playoff round, right there. <laughs>
6: I know we got some things to work on, there's no doubt about that, right? We know that, right? But these are these are hard to come by right here, playoff play. Yeah, I mean, talk about guys stepping up, man. That's that's, that's
8: impressive, AJ going that's that's hard to do. It's not easy, man. That's part of the
2: game.
8: Man, that's, not easy. that's not easy. but we stay together, we keep going, you see the results that we get, right? we're taking it one game at a time. that's it. Sunday six thirty really? okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the victory speech as we went inside the locker room. Of the Buffalo Bills.
0: And. Josh Allen. Could not have said that any better. Remember the last. Victory speech we heard. Last time on
8: Bill's post game. Josh
0: said. At the time. When it was going to be Steelers and Bills. On Sunday. At 1 p.m. He said. We only have one job to worry about. Our main priority is to defeat the Steelers. Job done. But the job's not done if we want the Super Bowl. If the Bills want the Super Bowl, and I know they do, and I know you, Bills Mafia, do, I know you guys want the Super Bowl as much as I do. Take it one game at a
8: time, and let's focus 6.30, prime time. It's the Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chief in our house on our turf in front of our Bills Mafia.
0: All right, everybody, we took you inside. We took you inside the locker room. It's time to take you to our play of the game. And you know what? I said it was going to be courtesy of the NFL app, but where's the fun in that? We have, a, we have plays of the game that we can find on the sportsnight.ca and the big play of the game that I have right now for you my play of the game you know what I mean the 49 yard
8: the 49 yard Steelers
0: Mason Rudolph connection to Johnson after blocking the Bills 49 yard field goal attempt That was interesting, but
8: I got to go, I got to go to Josh Allen doing it it himself
0: and getting by the Steeler defense for a 52-yard rushing touchdown. Here are the boys who have
8: the call Jim Nance, Tony Romo, and Tracy Wolfson.
0: Oh, and by the way, Tracy spoke with Josh after the game. Here's Jim and Tony with the call
8: of Josh Allen finding. A gap, getting the first down, and getting the touchdown,
0: just to add to it. Enjoy. And
2: I mean that go, from the defense and.
0: Oh,
8: looks like we're gonna have a ad.
0: So let's let this ad run through. And we will get to Tony Romo, Tracy Wilson, and Jim Nant. With the call of our play of the game, Josh Allen finds a gap and runs like the wind for an explosive fifty two
8: yard rushing touchdown. Ladies and Gentlemen, Josh, Rickon, Allen finds the house. puts the, but he also finds Hader. And not only does he get, not only does he get a touchdown. But he got the first down and the touchdown. So, my goodness me, what can't Josh do? Remember
0: five weeks ago when people were saying the Bills had turnovers, they had trouble with the ball, they had trouble keeping the ball, all that jazz today that was a factor, especially because we had guys that we lost in this game, and I'll talk about the inactives when we get to the play of the game the player of the game, rather, but I also might refer to them in the final portions when we do the game balls of the game as we also continue to monitor the final game of Super Wildcard Monday Super Wildcard Weekend you might as well call it Super Wildcard Weekend Monday edition on Martin Luther King Day as we continue to monitor Buccaneers and Eagles. The winner will decide who takes on the Detroit Lions in the night cap
8: on Sunday. Actually, no, sorry. In the early cap on Sunday.
0: Our game is the nightcap. And I'll have Bill's post game for you ahead of the next Pittsburgh
8: Penguins hockey game when the Penguins play the Arizona Coyotes on Monday. Make sure you. Stay tuned for
0: Penguins post-game Golden Knights and Penguins on Sunday before we flip to the football field for a big one. Another big one for the Bills. And definitely another big game for the Kansas City Chiefs. The only thing I will say before we get to the play of the game and Tony Romo and, of course, Jim Nance and Tracy Wolfson, who
8: had the call. The only downside to next week for the Bills is it's going to be a short week. so. By the time people are listening to this podcast, we got to work quickly and get ready for the Chiefs.
0: Now we got to get to, now we got to get, of course, we got to look at the situations and injuries on all of the players throughout. The remainder of the week as we get ready for next sunday against the chiefs but
8: the bills will be with a disadvantage having to play on monday instead of sunday and just a few days left before they take on you know who
0: the Kansas City Chiefs. And as we've heard so often because Taylor Swift is with Travis Kelsey the Swifties
8: next week. You know what?
0: I don't even care. Because Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid have ended the Bills season a couple of times already. And they have another opportunity to do it only this time.
8: They gotta do it in front of the Bills Mafia next Sunday night. And despite the Bills Having the disadvantage of rest. We'll see what Sunday brings.
0: I'll have Bill's post recap for you. On Monday ahead of Arizona Coyotes. Taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins. At 9 p.m. Eastern in Arizona.
8: On Monday.
2: And I mean that. Go,
8: In the meantime, as we promised, here is the play of the game. Josh Allen finding the first down and the house
0: for a 52 yard rushing touchdown. Here's Jim Nance, Tony Romo, and Tracy Wolfson.
2: And I mean that go, from the defense and from the end of the
12: season, he's here to stay for a long time. And Now you got another one in this year.
13: They
11: to the sideline. We got a third and eight. Josh steps up and he's going to get the first down.
4: Oh, and there he goes. breaks it for the touchdown, 52 yards, unbelievable, Josh
3: Allen, we talked about him, no one
12: in NFL history in the playoffs is dependent on really more than him and the homes really, with their legs in big key moments, 15 rushes last week, he's wrapped it up with his legs and none bigger. And this one right here
2: 52 yards and he shows the extra burst. Unbelievable. He
0: Unbelievable being the operative word.
8: Unbelievable. What a What a What a run. What a run. By quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. What a run. What a run. By Josh Allen.
0: What a run. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for your player of the game, player of the year for the Steelers, and player of the game of the Buffalo Bills.
8: Before we get to that, so I want to hear from Mike Tomlin. So we're going to send things over to Mike Tomlin
0: and the Pittsburgh media for his final post-game press conference of the NFL twenty twenty three season that ended up in the postseason
8: as the Steelers season comes to an end in the postseason.
14: Here's Mike Tomlin. You know, I compliment Coach McDermott and the Buffalo Bills for for victory in the Hard game. Um you know I appreciate the efforts of our guys in there just told them that, um, but efforts don't get it done. Um, so let's talk tangibly about why we weren't successful. Um, you know, we spotted them early um, in the football game uh, via the turnovers. Can't come into an environment like this versus a playoff caliber team and and turn the ball over like that and and um, and expect to be competitive. Man, we spotted them. Uh, we fought back in it um, over the course of the. The game, Uh, we cut it to seven um, and was excited about that. Um, Then we gave up a touchdown drive. When you get a major penalty within a drive on defense, that's usually gonna produce points. Um, And that was the case. Um, And it put them back up by 14 and and the rest is academic. And so um, I'm appreciative of the efforts, um, but it's not mystical. Uh, We didn't do what was required to win tonight. We didn't take care of the ball. We didn't get it get the ball from them enough in an environment like this, and thus, uh, the score. Had a couple of injuries. Joey Porter, Allen Robinson are in the concussion protocol. Uh, Pat Fryer, had an ankle, um, had limited availability there toward the end of the game. Questions?
2: Might like
11: that second turnover again, Josh goes 52 yards on that scramble, and no, that one was
14: really hurtful. No question. Uh, But we talked about quarterback mobility and what he and they are capable of. Um, Probably not the story of the game was the mobility, but the turnover component, you know. Got to do better.
2: What kept you from getting consistent ground game
14: offensively? Their efforts. Um, They did a really good job of packing the line of scrimmage and, um, you know, forcing us to throw the ball more vertically, probably. A little bit more vertically than we wanted to. We adjusted. We started doing that. and We started moving the football. Um, so credit to them.
11: Like what, did they do something different with their tight ends, or did what you had planned just not work the way you hoped?
14: You know, we've had our issues with tight end matchups over the second half of the year. Um, we adjusted in game, uh, but they made some plays definitively early on. How much
2: did you feel the loss of not having T.J. Watt out there?
14: You know, I didn't think about it, to be quite honest with you. We knew all week he wasn't playing, and so we prepared with that mindset. And so I didn't waste any time thinking about what what wasn't at our disposal. Uh, We had too much at our disposal and too many decisions and considerations to be made to waste time like that. How do
15: you think Mason did after throwing that interception?
14: I thought he was solid, I thought he was competitive, I thought his confidence was unshakable. I thought he, you know, displayed the things that he displayed, really, for the last month or so.
8: Mike Tomlin on his thoughts after the season ending loss to the Buffalo Bills and you heard him say before he went into injuries, you heard him say that He didn't want to talk about the efforts, you know, not getting it done. But I want to touch on one thing that he did say about
0: when he said you can't come into an environment like this versus a playoff caliber team and turn the ball over like the way the Steelers did. I 100% agree with that. 100% I agree with that from Mike Tomlin. I agree with that. You cannot come into an environment versus a playoff caliber team like the Buffalo Bills or the Kansas City Chiefs or so on and turn the ball over. I mean you could, but you gotta make sure it doesn't backfire on you. And in this case, it did on the Steelers. And he also mentioned that they gave up touchdown. There's a lot to unpack. There really
8: is. But, anyways, that's head coach. Tomlin we may go to Mason Rudolph
0: but by golly does it ever hurt especially on Martin Luther King Day and happy Martin Luther King Day to all of you Um, of course this show like the penguin show will also be out after Mar- Martin Luther King Day but uh happy Martin Luther King Day to all of you listening at this time of the recording and honestly
8: I I I just got to say like like I I really do I I thought I thought that this game I thought that this game right here would be
0: competitive, and it was, unfortunately, Pittsburgh on the losing end
8: of it, and you've already heard why. We'll get to
0: Mason Rudolph, and we'll also get to Josh Allen. But I also want to make sure that we get in Sean McDermott. We've heard from
8: Mike Tomlin. And honestly,
0: like I've said, and like it was said in the victory speech we heard last week, and the speech we've heard this week,
8: The victory speech we've heard this week. The one focus will be the team we play next week. Don't worry about anybody else.
0: Stay locked in on your opponent. And that next week opponent is the Kansas City Chiefs.
8: Will the Bills have to play in snowy conditions? Will it get moved? We just don't know. Hopefully not. But we'll just have to wait and see. Time now for your player of the game. And we're going to get to player of the year. First. The Player of the Year, first for the
0: Pittsburgh Steelers, and to do that, first of all, we gotta go. We gotta, we gotta go down to the game coverage here. Of some notes we took before we came on the air and before we left the air for Pittsburgh Penguins post game, the Pittsburgh Penguin post game show, and those notes we took are
8: the inactive the
0: Steelers were without a couple of people, including Mitch Trevinsky, their third quarterback,
8: Dylan Cook, offensive tackle, Blake Martinez and T. j. Watt linebackers. They were also without defensive end Demarvin Leal, cornerback Darius Rush,
0: and of course safety Elijah Riley. The Bills, meanwhile, were without wide receiver wide receiver Gabe Davis, offensive linebacker Alec Anderson. Defensive end, Kinsley
8: Jonathan. Defensive end, Kinsley Jonathan. Defensive tackle, Puna Ford. Linebacker, Terrell Dodson. Cornerback, Rasul Douglas. And safety, Tyler Rapp. Taylor Rapp, I should say. If I pronounced anyone's name wrong, I am deeply, deeply sorry. No, I guess. I guess. I guess
0: we could say that the player of the season for the Steelers has to be none has to be none other than TJ Watt
8: but here's the thing Watt didn't play in this game so when I'm looking for a player of the season, I got to go to one of the guys that played. And you know what? I got to go
0: to Cameron Hayward. Didn't have a very good start. Didn't have a very good game this this game. He only had uh, one reception
8: on one target. That was for five yards. No touchdowns. He averaged five yards, a a catch. Five yards was his longest. And my player of the game for the Steelers.
0: I gotta give it. I gotta give it to Jalen Warren. Yeah, he didn't score a touchdown. But, he had 8 attempts rushing, averaged 4.8 yards a rush.
8: And his longest rush was 12 yards. He finishes the game with 38 yards rushing. Alright, so, player of the year, Cameron Hayward. For the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's
0: who's getting my player of the year. For the Pittsburgh Steelers. As their year comes to an end. The player of the game. Is going to go to. Jalen Warren.
8: For all the stats. I just mentioned. For For the Buffalo Bills. We
0: still have time. Before we can discuss. Who the player of the year for the Bills is. I mean, technically, we would have till next Sunday if the season ends on Sunday, next Sunday
8: night. But
0: if it doesn't, we'll have until what happens at the end of the AFC championship game.
8: But of course, let's focus right now on the divisional round, which is next week. And next Sunday night, it's the Bills versus the Chiefs. All right everybody. Your Bills player of the game. And we I was sorry to know that he got hurt. But your player of the game. Honestly, I got to go to Christian Benford.
0: I mean there were a few players that got hurt for the Bills including Connor, Connor McGovern.
8: We certainly hope that they are okay. But my player of the game
0: My player of the game had one pass defense, one interception, and one tackle. It's
8: Tyler Elam. Christian Benford and Teron Johnson both forced fumbles. And they both had one tackle, no pick, and no sacks. Gregory Rousseau with the only sack of the game. And it was one of his two tackles. Bass
0: was 4 of 4 on extra points. Didn't miss an extra point except the one that was blocked.
8: To make that kind of four, four for four for five,
0: but it is what it is. Four for four, four for five, whatever. His longest field goal in the only field goal shot he had was 45 yards. A complete 40,
8: four for four, despite getting a block field goal
0: oh actually you know what he made four extra points so he's perfect he was perfect from extra points but when it came down to field goals he could have had he could have had three field goals He had one field goal that he made. One field goal that he was blocked on.
8: And one field goal that he missed. So again, the player of the game for the Bills is Kyler Elam. But honorable mentions. To those guys that I mentioned earlier. And with that. This middle segment. Of the program.
0: will be back to be wrapping up. In two parts. Because I do want to make sure that we do get. To. Head coach McDermott. And perhaps we'll get to Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. But coming up next, when Bill's postgame returns for the first half of the final segment. We'll check in on the game that will decide the Lions opponent in the NFC Divisional Game.
8: In the day cap of divisional weekend in the NFL, plus we'll give out three game balls for Pittsburgh because it's the end of their season. Three game balls of the year for them, two for this game. One is given out to the player of the season, and this will be for the player of the season that I believe stood out in this football game. and stood out pretty much all season long. Whether they didn't play or they played
0: today, the two game balls of the game for the Steelers for the actual game will go to people who did play in this game. And we'll have two game balls of the game For the Bills, as we await that moment where we're able to say, let's give out game balls of the season
8: for the Bills. But that doesn't come tonight. As we recap a late afternoon game, in Buffalo. Sports for Beginners and Bill's Post Recap will be right back with the first of two halves of Bill's Post Recap's final segment including Bills players, Josh Allen, Micah Hyde, and Jordan Poyer. Steelers player and quarterback, Mason Rudolph. And, of course, head coach of the Buffalo Bills, Sean McDermott all after this word
0: from Take Another Look and Broadcast Map. Stay tuned!
2: Take another look with
11: Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds, having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections.
3: Every time I walk in here, it's the same feeling. Everybody's got the same hopes and dreams. When big in Vegas. Go home a champion.
4: Through four games, Buffalo has been the best team in the AFC. Here comes on well, a cut to the touchdown. They're unstoppable, sensational on both sides of the ball. And he sacks, pick up, and Vanessa is gonna go. Buffalo Bills are the real deal. They're back representing the AFC.
3: But most of the time, those dreams are met with despair and disappointment. <laughs>
4: perfect and the broncos have come to buffalo and they're gonna leave with a win
3: i don't know what to do with the bills still no run game still lots of turnovers sometimes you're down so bad you're not sure you'll ever make it out you hear the voices
4: the eyeballs staring
3: at you. right now
5: the bills are 10th in the afc jeff saturday are they done
4: they're done i just think they peaked yeah. i don't have them making the playoff what leaves you still confidence after it's been so many weeks of kind of the same story here because you've done it before
3: but you know with the odds stacked against you and nothing to lose all you need is a seat at the table because you know you're about to go on a run
4: Does. The only
13: thing that matters, man, get the dough. They have fixed
4: their offensive problem. Oh, James, are you serious? I feel like am going to go back. Stout running game. Physical both sides of the ball. That's the scary one. You
2: guys
6: told me you felt rejuvenated. Why?
4: Let James put He scores again. The is in the kitchen. On behalf of the American Football Conference, do not let Good this place. team get into the tournament. 17's a tough hand. 17 is our lucky number.
3: He's dynamic. This is next level. Yeah. Line up and touchdown. Howard's going to take a Touchdown! And sometimes you realize you don't need the perfect hand. That's the ASCA championship. Yeah. You just need to play the cards you're dealt. With. Come on with
6: every single one
7: of you, every game, all right?
0: Ladies and gentlemen,
8: Steve Tasker and the Bills playoff twenty twenty three. Hype. Why did I say twenty twenty three? Because Technically, the NFL 2023 season isn't over until a champion is crowned.
0: And that champion for 2023 will be crowned in 2024. Next month. When it all comes down to who represents the NFC and who represents
8: the AFC. To get there, you got to get by the divisional round. As mentioned throughout the program. The Bills will be playing in prime time
0: and they get to do so against a team that has ended their season countless and I mean countless
8: time. This year And in all the Bills games that they have played in countless times, they get to do so against the team that ended their year this Sunday, this coming Sunday, I should say. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present to you right now, may I present to you right now, Mason Rudolph, And Cameron Hayward to kick off this first half of our final segment. Game balls will be featured times two within the final segment here. And our first person to hear from, which will get us started on the Pittsburgh side of things. We'll start off with either Cameron Hayward or Mason Rudolph, but regardless, We have a whole bunch of things to get to here on this dealers hearing from so let's hear let's hear from both From both people. (laughs) We'll
0: start though one on one. So, the first person we're going to hear from right now is the quarterback, is the quarterback
8: in Mason Rudolph. Mason was the quarterback. And we're going to hear from Mason right now. If we can get it going. The one thing that that we know when it comes to Mason Rudolph right now, obviously this game stings because you lost the game. And it is never a good sign.
0: And I mean this With a whole heart right now. I mean this. It is never. Ever. 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 A good sign. When you lose a game. But like
8: head coach. But like head coach.
0: But like our head coach. Sean McDermott said. Sometimes, even after wins, you feel like you've lost. And I'm referring to the post-game
8: media that he did last week
0: at the end of the regular season, when the Dolphins lost to the Bills, which decided who won the AFC East. Division,
8: that is. We'll talk about that more in a bit. Right now, let's get you out to. Let's get you out to right now. Mason Rudolph
0: and his presser. Here's Mason Rudolph after the loss. It's tough to get behind
12: a team like that. 21 points early, uh, and how much changed what you guys wanted to do, Yes. Um, anytime you're on the road and and uh, playing a good team, and that's ex- as explosive as they are, you want to try to, you know, have a fast start, and we didn't.
8: And, um, uh, you know, we knew being on on the road, you got to come out and, you know, keep it close early, and we didn't.
12: But it you know, was probably the way we fought back there at the end and um, never, never stopped believing. And put you know one stack, try to stack one good play on top of another.
2: Mason, the interception, high throw, how did you see that
12: play play? It was a great play by the defender, um, kind of a timing deal. But he covered tape well out of his break. Um, I mean, he, he was in his low hip, he just, the leverage was a little off. I just got to put that ball out much more outside. Us or nobody, but like I said, he, he made a great play.
2: Because he scored at the
10: end of the first half, and come on second half, a field goal. I'm starting to think at that point, okay, things are turning around.
12: Absolutely, yeah, no, I was um, the score. Like you said, at the end of the half was big to keep us keep us in it, and um, and, then, and then the field goal, and then the touchdown cut it to seven. So, like I said, I was I was uh, proud of the way. I mean, everyone on in the, in the in, on the offensive side of the ball. You know, defense did a, did, a, did a good job too. But I know our guys uh, never stopped believing and, and um, stayed in it mentally and encouraged each other and tried to, you know, put some points on the board.
2: Do you feel like you've shown something over these last four weeks? Something. You have shown something over
12: the last four weeks
2: and shown NFL for starting
12: quarterback? Right? Yeah, I think. Um, you know, when I go back and look at the, the totality of the tape, I'll get a better feel for it. But I'm, I think, I think right now, um, you know, obviously we we the plan was to come here and get a win, and we fell short. <clears throat> fell short to a great team. But uh, I, I think I can say I'm, you know, I was proud of what we as an offense put on tape these last few weeks, and um, just the way we, the way we celebrated, the way guys. Cheered for each other. The, whether the run game was was working, whether the receivers were uh, rolling. I mean, it was just a. It was just uh, we had we had chemistry and we had belief and uh, love for one another.
2: This was a group that established the run heavily over the last couple of weeks. What, what was
11: different? What did they do to maybe disrupt
12: that game plan? Oh, I think um, we got a little bit a little more balanced. I, I I don't know what I started the game throwing wise, but it, we didn't have enough completions to really stay balanced. I think. Um, but uh, we we knew there were they were a tough tough defense in front, and uh, wasn't going to be an easy job. And like I said, when you're hitting some more balls on the outside, like I like I and we weren't, uh, it makes it a little more easier to keep them off balance. Would,
2: would you? I mean, it's
11: not a, you, totally. What would you like to be back? Can you, you see yourself going back for another
12: day? I um, I, have no, I have no idea what's going to happen. I mean, none of us
2: in there know what's going to happen tomorrow. Much less next year. Or so, um, <clears throat> and, uh, sort of, you know, yeah, I, I uh, I'm, I'm still thinking about the game and the loss, and it hurts and it stings. And um,
12: we know, we probably could have done better today. I think the turnovers early, myself included, didn't really, you know, give us the ability to put our best foot forward. So that's that's what's on the forefront of the mind right now.
2: you come back?
12: Say that again. Um, you know, I love the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're, they've been my only home for six years. Um, we'll see what happens. Like I said, <laughs> it's not really my decision. It's a, a lot of it's out of my control. We'll see what happens.
11: Sometimes this year, it didn't seem like this offense necessarily responded to the way it should. There was effort questions really you get down, three scores, two of them were on your turnovers. Didn't seem like that happened. What do you feel like was the difference?
2: Today and later in the season
12: really like mentality. I think um just the, co- the cohesion we've had the last few weeks I think um but that's also cliche. I think we went out and we we, we put some great runs together. Pat and the, the offensive line blocked well. We hit some throws you know that we hadn't and we, we stacked one good play on, on top of another and that builds confidence through a drive and and when you when you come away with seven and and uh, before the half that kind of gets some energy and so I, I really don't think it was I think we got a lot of belief in each other, and, and I, I we, we love each other. We've got a lot of great relationships on on the offense, especially. But you know, that doesn't create points. Good play after good play does. And what do we need to have next to get more
2: consistency, get more points, get on the right side of this kind of
12: game. Yeah. Well, um, I think uh, we'll f- we'll figure that out on the exit interviews as we go, um, as we move through next.
0: Oh, we were going so well. We were going so well. Well, you know what? Catch the remainder of Mason's
8: uh, press conference
0: by going to the link in the description below or going into the link that you see on your screen right now. We are going to get to Cameron Hayward. When we get to more players to hear from.
8: But that's Mason Rudolph. Up next. We are going to get to. Some Bills. People to hear from. But first. Before we go back to Steelers. First. And before we go to bills to hear from,
0: a quick little notice here that we want to get the bill, uh, the Steelers, I should say, game balls of the year and of the season, I should say, of the season and of the year, as well as of the game out of the way. P.J. Watt deserves
8: one of those game balls. I thought
0: he played absolutely great when he was playing. when he's not playing well and he's hurt, I felt like it, it really hurt the Steelers. But as you heard Mike Tomlin talk about earlier,
8: he didn't think about, you know, the loss of
0: the loss of EJ and the other linebacker I mentioned earlier on that they
8: uh, were short. But anyways,
0: when I think of a guy who comes into it who comes into a game and says, you know what, we're short so many guys, but we're just going to have to try to make an adjustment and go about playing the game we love and try to come up with a win. I want to commend Mike Tomlin on saying that, you know, he appreciates the efforts from everybody on the Pittsburgh Steelers team from the coaching staff to the players that remained on the team whether they were injured whether they were whether they were hurt to be more specific or
8: whether they were shall we say They were, um, I guess, inconsistent. But
0: anyways, I commend you, Mike Tomlin, on that. And as I heard from my brother, uh, or, and sorry, as I got from our good friend and my brother, uh, good friend and host of On the Ice and Behind the Benches, via text. The live is probably over by now, but at the time of that text at 8.58 p.m., Erica Lindsay Ayala was on live
8: on Locked on Kraken,
0: breaking down this loss for the Seattle Kraken, just like we right now are breaking down.
8: this win for the bills and loss for the steelers
0: the difference in between these recaps is for one team that's the end of the for one team that's the end of the season for the other they get to play another week but they might not get to play another week if they lose next week All right. TJ's got the game ball of the year. The game ball of the game is going to go to Mason Rudolph, was picked off once, had two touchdowns, 229 yards, and he was 22 of 39 in completion attempts. And the game ball for the season, he played in this game and when he was healthy
8: during the regular season he let
0: you know with 5 tackles in this game no sacks no interceptions no pass defense and no forced fumbles give it up for Steelers defense
8: it for the Steelers own Mika Fitzpatrick a defense guy for the Steelers
0: he's got my game ball of the year for the Steelers sorry game ball of the year for the Steelers went to TJ Watt he's got my game ball of the season For the Steelers, and my game ball of the game, going to the quarterback, Mason Rudolph, who we just heard from.
8: We'll get to Buffalo in a moment. But with Sean McDermott,
0: press conference over. First, we'll hear from quarterback Josh Allen. Take a break. After giving out the player, the game ball of the game. Two game balls of the game
8: going out for the Bills. And
0: we'll give those out after we hear from Josh. And then I do want to hear from Cameron Hayward, but if we don't, We will indeed hear, on the Pittsburgh side, we will hear from Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, and
8: of course, as promised, we will hear
0: from Sean McDermott when we close out the final segment in our second and final half of the program.
8: So without further ado, let's take you to quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. Let's take you to quarterback Josh Frickin' Allen. He spoke to the media. Just as much as Mason Rudolph did.
0: Of course, both quarterbacks and coaches spoke to the media. And here's what Josh had to say.
8: After the 31-17, to 17,
0: that was your final in Orchard Park, New York. After the 31-17 to 17 win in front of the Bills Mafia against the Steelers, Josh, the floor is yours. Before we get to the Bills, two game balls of the game for the Buffalo Bills for this game.
13: How's it going, guys? First off, I'm going to start by saying thank you to Andy Major. And Aaron Ramella, um, our our the way that our stadium was able to play today, the fans that came out and shoveled through last night, this morning, um, I mean that's that speaks volumes about our community and how much you know support that we have from
8: our fans. Um, we just love that we can come out and play the way we did and give them that. Oh yeah, were you? Uh, uh, I mean, I get I, you know <laughs> people keep.
13: Saying, that's what we wanted what we wanted we we had no um call in that or no stay in that you know that was a health and safety issue from the
8: state um we would have played yesterday would have played Saturday would have played Friday it wouldn't have mattered we would have come out here and played yeah um
2: they
8: they played man It was third and long they played man um didn't have a great man call on so decided to try to find a lane and uh, got a 50, 20 yards downfield, uh, a lot of guys came the slide. Worked out. You got
11: 21 nothing going for more, and then you made the two throws that ended up being complete and the field goal. Just
2: that whole, that right there, assuming yeah. some part of the game.
13: Yeah. yeah. Um stayed too long on my first read there if I were to come down to, Khalil on our little mesh route there in man-to-man would have been different. And then obviously that next play, Steph, the kid made a heck of a play getting down the middle. If I put one percent more mustard on that, I think it's a different story going into halftime. But it is what it is. Every every situation or every game, has got a different situation that arises. And um, I'm just happy that our team was still doing enough to find a way through it.
8: Josh, you mentioned Khalil. I mean, what can
11: you say about the the play and the touchdown? His his effort and just the option that he's become for you
8: and really evolved. Uh, he's been
13: fantastic, and uh, not a secret anymore. Teams are starting to game plan for him. Um, but again, the 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 kid just works hard. Doesn't ever complain about anything. He's always where he's supposed to be. You watch him when he's not getting the ball. He's following the ball. He's getting downfield. He's trying to make a block. He plays football the right way. And again, when you do that find that
8: with physical talents very shifty, very quick hands are fantastic um put yourself in good position have success and make the most out of it it's been,
13: it's been fun to see him grow as a young player
2: okay touchdown that was right after the turnover
1: so you're waiting for the call once you get the call do you immediately know it's going to be a shot are you going for a you know
13: a kill shot basically yeah um you know, trust what what Joe's calling and Guys went out there and executed. That's a, a game plan play that we had in the, the defense. Saw the exact look that we practiced. Uh, made a heck of a catch. Hey
2: Josh, the injuries on defense are starting to pile. All important you guys in office to string drive together and listen? Yeah, the
13: Khalil touchdown, that that drive, again, only being up seven, after, however the game was going, guys going down. Um, I mean, I also want to give a shout out to A.J. Klein, Dorian,
8: Tyre for stepping up a game like this, you know, AJ was on the, on the street, a couple, couple on his couch. Um, so for
13: him to come back and, and force to play and played such a big part, and I don't know how many staffs all over the field today, high air stepping up, making interception, you know, we go down score a touchdown on that drive too. So that's, uh, those are, those plays are, can't script to me better, but again, this guy stepping up, the game of football, injuries are going to happen. Um, it's, it's nice to know we have guys that have the opportunity to take plays. Do you know guys
2: like that, though, it take someone to away from
13: You know, it's hard to win in this league. Um, you know, I hate I hate to see guys go down on either side of the ball.
8: Um, one of the things I pray for for every game is make sure that both, both sides you know, stay from, you know, I understand. I think everybody in the locker room understands the type of game that we play and, what comes with it sucks though when you got guys that are playing at such a high level guys that are young figuring things out so again got to figure figure it out and what's going to go on there and guys are going to step up um yeah thanks thanks everybody
2: what kind of atmosphere what uh, kind of atmosphere do
13: need we're going to need a fantastic atmosphere you know, i thought the
8: atmosphere tonight was great guys Guys and girls Bill's Maka Fall Eight did their job, forced a couple fall starts. Um and again the, the vibe, the energy produced that from that instrument like it just can't chalk it up to anything other than momentum. You can't see something definitely feeling good. You always hear about the twenty four hour rule.
13: Does that go out the window, no Yelene? where you are in the season, what opponent is next
2: and so that it's a later start because it's already Monday.
13: Yeah, we're we're a step behind already. We understand that.
8: So again I think it's gonna be very crucial for guys to get their rest. Um, so that we're getting in the training room and rehabbing as much as we can. You know, guys are gonna be beat up tomorrow. So again it's, it's gonna take everybody this week. It's gonna take our our training staff, um our equipment staff, strength room and our cafeteria how right much with everything you
11: guys went through, the push to, to kind of finish the end of the season to get to this point, Pittsburgh's coming back in this game, the tide's kind of turning on you a little bit there, and then you you know, you put together that drive and it ends with the Shakir touchdown. I guess kind of the identity that's evolved down the stretch, how much did that play in at that point in the game?
13: Well, I mean I think we're playing at a comfortable
8: level because of the uncomfortable situations that we've been in the last six, seven uh You know, it's almost a a sense of our breath of fresh air and knowing that everybody's the same that we have when they go home.
13: To be in that situation, like I said, the dividends that it's going to pay off, um,
8: I kind of saw that tonight. Nobody nobody blinked, and we just kind of went out there and did our job, and we're going to take it. Coaches and experts,
0: stop. Did exactly the job. Well, okay, so the ad came in there, but good news for us.
8: Good news for us. That was the end of... Josh Allen's media availability.
0: Okay, so there you go. Another look at the victory speech there as you could have here. Big time win. Well,
8: <laughs> I'm pretty sure we all know
0: what's going to be coming up next. I'm pretty sure we all know what's coming next. Unfortunately, it won't happen on this edition of Bill's Post Game as Bill's Post Recap wraps up on the other side. But, before we wrap up
8: this segment of Bill's Post Recap, let's talk about the Bills. Game balls of the game. The first
0: one, it's going to go out to number 17. I mean, 200 yard, 203 yards passing, three touchdowns, one touchdown on the ground, 52 yards, your longest for Josh Allen. He had eight attempts, and he finishes the game with 74 yards, one touchdown, averaging 9.3 yards a rush. Wow. This is why Josh Allen is my first game ball of the of the game recipient.
8: And I also should mention, didn't throw a pick.
0: He was 21 of 30 in completion attempts. Your second game ball recipient for the Bills. How about the rookie? How about the rookie? His longest catch was 29 yards. On his six targets, he made three catches for 59 yards. And one of them, the 29-yard touchdown run, which was touchdown catch, which was his longest catch. He averaged 19.7 yards a
8: catch. Dalton Kincaid
0: has my second game ball of the game for the Bills in this big 31-17 to 17 win over the Steelers. Now, I know you're probably thinking, happy Victory
8: Tuesday, Bills Mafia, but we're not
0: going to say that because you know why? Even though it is a victory Tuesday, it's a short week for the Bills because we have to, the players have to rehab as best they can. And then we got to come back out next Sunday night in front of the Bills Mafia
8: to play against the Kansas City Chiefs. All right,
0: we'll give out one more game ball of the game as part of our first half of our final segment for the Bills. But after that, we will take a quick time out
8: and hear a word from our Sports for Beginners station. And when we come back, Like I said, big dub. Uh, it hasn't come out yet, but we will
0: definitely up upon the release of this show. We will definitely like. I'll definitely share on my YouTube on my uh, not my YouTube channel on my.
8: Instagram, I will definitely share the
0: big dubs that you heard last week, but unfortunately we'll not hear until probably the end of the divisional
8: round. Stats for the game,
0: Josh Allen. 74 rushing yards, 203 passing yards, and four total
8: touchdowns.
0: Josh is the fastest player. Sorry, he has reached his fastest speed as a ball carrier this season 19.66 miles per hour on his 52 yard rushing touchdown those are the next gen stat those those stats are brought to you by next gen stats powered by aws and of course uh, those are the nfl next gen stat we of course are not brought we of course are not sponsored by anybody yet but we might be When we want to. Who knows. Maybe after the Super Bowl. If the Bills.
8: Make the Super Bowl that is. We'll see.
0: But all we got to worry about. Is the Chiefs. Next Sunday. And that's the bottom
8: line. All right. Like I said, one more game ball we're going to give out, and that's going to go to Kale Shakir. A
0: touchdown on his passing area. 31 yards and three receptions on three targets. All three targets. Kale Shakir got receptions. His longest was his 17 yard, was 17 yard, was his 17 yard catch,
8: which led to a touchdown. He
0: averaged 10.3 a catch. And with that, this first half of our final segment is now in the rear view
8: mirror. Sean McDermott. Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, and of course,
0: we'll take a look at the game going on that will decide the Lions opponent in the divisional round next week.
8: Of course,
0: I wanted to get to Cameron Hayward, but we might not be able to get there. So you know what? We're going to hear from Buffalo to end off the day. And we're going to hear from
8: Sean McDermott, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, And we will squeeze in
0: A.J. Klein, who we're going to hear from to close us out. It's almost time, Bills Mafia, for our closing outro to get to
8: our closing message. It's almost time. We're back to put Bill's post recap, Bill's post game. In a pretty little bow. With John McDermott. Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, and AJ Klein. And we look forward
0: to divisional weekend and the task of beating the Kansas City Chiefs. As well as take a look in.
8: At the game going on right now between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for Buffalo, it's see you next week. Kansas City, right here in Buffalo. And we'll tee that up. As
0: well as our look in at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Philadelphia Eagles game. As we look to see who the Lions are going to play. Who's it going to be?
8: And the people I mentioned
0: earlier are also coming up when we return right after this from on the ice and
8: behind the benches. We wrap up right after this. Bills win it. 31-17, your final. Sean McDermott, Micah Hyde, Jordan
0: Poyer, and AJ Klein coming up when we return.
12: Looking for conversations on books and more? As well as tutorials on using your favorite devices and applications you've come to the right place join us weekly on spicy techie where Ali Makara and Sienna provide insightful conversations as well as useful tips and tricks to help you along on your technological journey to learn more tune into the show and like the Spicy Techie Facebook page. Search for Spicy Techie.
0: All right, everybody. Welcome back to Bill's post... Recap Bill's post game.
8: Post season edition.
0: And coming right up, right off the top of this final, final segment, the second half and final half of the program.
8: Right off the top, let's send you to A, let's send you to the coach himself, Sean McDermott. He'll be followed by A.J. Klein, and most likely, we will hear from, yes, we will hear from We will hear from, we will be hearing from
0: Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. Right now, let's take you to Coach
8: McDermott of the Buffalo Bills. Here's the coach of the Buffalo Bills. All right, let me start off after the 31 to 17 win over the Steelers. Sean, take it
6: away. All right, let me start off uh by thanking some people that I think we need to thank here in terms of uh the effort that it took to, to get us into the stadium today and, and uh, to get people here and, and here safely. Um, I know it didn't stop snowing hard around here, at least until about 4 AM this morning. So I thought it was an admirable effort um, by everyone involved to get this this game uh, ready to be played in, in the streets, sidewalks, roads, even getting here um, cleared off. So uh, in, inside the Bills organization, Andy Major, uh, Josh, Jerlikowski, Aaron Ramella, and their respective staffs I'd like to thank Governor Hochul. Um, it's always hard to make decisions and I think you know the way that she put the, the safety of the public first uh, above the game I think that just shows shows a lot about who she is and and, uh, and her care for people. Um, all those who helped in the snow removal Uh, Around this facility around the stadium and like I mentioned the roads as well. Uh, I Was I looked out my window a few times yesterday and um, It was hard to see so everyone that was out there working hard on the the public's behalf to make it safe to get to the game today and then uh, Bill's Mafia showed up. I know that there wasn't always uh, clean seats to sit on uh, but it didn't seem like it mattered to them. So uh, I applaud, applaud Bill's Mafia for for showing up the way that they did in the fashion that they did. So um, always great to get a win, hard to win in the NFL, in particular in the playoffs. thought our guys stepped up. Uh, we were had some guys getting banged up during the game. Uh, we answered. We countered when we needed to counter. Um, and uh, good to get a win. So with that, I'll turn it over to you with your question. I know
2: you made it a point to... Next man up all season long, the guys have gone down. But what does Terrell Bernard mean to your
6: defense, and what is the kind of status? Yeah, and as far as the injuries go, I don't know the status. Uh, I have not had a chance to stop in on with Nate there and, and check up on uh, the latest, if you will. So, uh, But what TB means, I mean, he's. I think it speaks for itself. In, in the year that he's had uh, as a young player stepping in with basically no experience in leading our defense, uh, not only being productive, but also the leadership leadership aspect of the job that middle linebacker position um does a lot for our
2: defense
6: <laughs> yeah sorry uh, I mean, it's like guy going on you know the Griswolds. he's going on vacation right uh, and we stopped him um i think just short of uh wally world and he and he came back and and the uh Put the uniform on and go out there and play. I think that's uh, that's pretty special right there. So I applaud applaud AJ for that and um, pretty remarkable. John, over the years you have. Always I should applaud his family as well for letting him come back. too so. over the years you've always
1: said Josh needs to be smart when he runs and he needs to avoid taking hits, and then
6: he does that. So what do you say to him after a play like that? Yeah, it's Josh. I mean, just I think it was even Joe on the headset going, "Get down, get down." And then he goes and scores, and he's like, "I mean, I mean, go score, right?" So, now that's that's Josh doing some of what Josh is known for, and um, you know, so it's it's everything in moderation. John, can you talk about Khalil Shakir and how he's? Evolved? I mean, the, the play, the touchdown, yeah. but
8: I mean, he's become a really reliable option.
6: No, oh, he has. He's just um,
8: as expected. We were ready. As expected, we were ready. So,
0: we'll get back to Sean in just a moment. Of course, the ad was rolling in there, but we'll get back to Sean in just a moment. And with that, we'll turn it over to AJ Klein, who Sean was talking about. Again, as to be expected. Let's turn it over now to AJ Klein. Where have
2: you been? Charlotte, North Carolina. What were you doing when you got a call from the I mean, have you been, like, working out five days a week, um, working out one day a
1: week?
9: <laughs> I was doing enough. Um, I was at home with my family back in Charlotte. Uh, that's where I live the off-season full-time. Um, so, obviously, I was planning off-season trips with my family and getting ready to go on vacation. and. Um, Bean sent me a text message early in the week, kind of just putting feelers out there, see how I would feel about maybe coming back. And um, at this point, I mean, who doesn't want to be in the playoffs, right? So um, talked to my family about it and decided to, to make the trip back uh, late Wednesday night, got in Wednesday night, practiced Thursday and Friday, and uh, just happy to be back. When you
11: left, whatever, whatever it was, <coughs> last year, did you leave it open-ended with them, or did they leave it open-ended with you, that, look, if we need you, we want you.
9: Yeah, I mean, kind of, but not really. I mean, it, it was one of those things where um, I didn't think necessarily that I would be back. Um, just how things were, and, and I've been a guy that's always said, "Whatever you need me to do, I'll come back. Um, if you want me, great. If not, I understand." Um, when they when they let me go a few weeks ago, I don't know how many weeks ago it was. Um, Dawson was coming off IR, being called me on a Friday afternoon before I think it was before the Kansas City game. Said that I was going to get released to bring Dawson back. I was like, "Hey." No hard feelings, completely understand. Um, i had been inactive a few games before that. So, I mean, just got to kind of roll with the punches at this point in my career. You were flying
7: around out, out
2: there. I mean, did you
9: uh, just kind of describe how it felt? So. Uh, I always say, like, get gotta, gotta get your feet wet. First few plays obviously weren't great, <laughs> but um, knock the rust off, and it's it's like riding a bike, so. This defense, um, Yeah. Yeah, I, I think um, I'm comfortable in it, right? I can play both positions, and like I said, I've always been a person that's if you need me to run down a kickoff or punt or kickoff return or, or whatever it is, I'll, I'll do it. Um, and then same thing, when my when my opportunity on defense comes, I just play my best if I play the best of my ability.
13: And Were you
9: looking
1: at vacation reservations, or did you have you have reservations somewhere this
9: month? <laughs> we already had stuff booked down in Key West. So, I, yeah, right. it was actually ex- was this weekend we were supposed to be in Key West. Was was Buffalo, an option <laughs> for vacation. Seems like every time I come back, it snows. So, no, but I had bought an RV in the off season and we were loading up the truck and doing some work on our RV and we are looking to go down to Key West and get in the sunshine a little bit. Being home at Christmas time with my family was fantastic. To wake up and see my kids on Christmas morning, I haven't had that in 15 years. Fourteen years ever since college, so um, it was nice. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. It was great to be around family and was able to go back to my hometown and see my extended family as well. So um, I was enjoying my time, but when the opportunity came back and, and they threw the uh, threw the lure out to me, I, I, I took it. we <laughs> were so going to Key West this
4: weekend,
11: not next weekend.
9: No, it was it was this weekend, but everything's canceled now, so <laughs> plans are canceled.
11: AJ, when went out of the game, you were. Getting the calls, right?
9: Yep. You have the green dots. So yep. how, how did that go? Was it just like riding a bike again for you? And, you yeah, know, communicating out to everybody. No, it was just like riding a bike, right? I've uh, been in this position before. I mean, had the green dot for for years, so um, no different. I, I'm just I'm just glad that they uh, they call me back. It's it's great to be able to help this team win, and um, obviously, I hope TB's uh, whatever he has, it's not as bad as whatever it is as it looked on the field. And obviously, we want him back, but. Um if they need me to go I'll be ready. You know, AJ, there was a host of you know reserves coming in and playing meaningful snaps there. I yeah, I th- I well how I think is- I think how this team is built, how how Bean and Sean have built it is there's there's no drop off from any position, right? They, they they find guys they can trust, they find guys that produce. Um so when it, when it's time to kind of roll the 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 lineup there's uh there's no doubt, right?
13: Those new guys. In the lineup at once. I mean, that's a lot of change in a half football.
2: How was the communication amongst
9: everybody? It was good. I think. I think going throughout the week, the coaches do a good job trying to get guys reps, whether um, you're going to be active or not. They try to sprinkle guys in to keep guys ready. And um, obviously, how the the practice squad stuff is now—you're up, you're down, you don't know who's going to play. So you got to be ready at all times. And they, we kind of take the, um, we take. That to practice, right? The coaches do a great job of giving the guys opportunities in practice to get plays, to get live looks, and if their opportunity comes, most guys, if not everybody on this team, take advantage of it.
1: Getting out of it make you want it more when you have it kind of taken away from you a little bit, and then you come back and you realize, hey, we're yeah, really I mean, I was at
9: it. peace with it. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't upset. Um, was happy to be home, but playoff football comes around, you start to get the itch, right? I was, I was on my couch watching every single game, screaming at the TV. Cheering for the guys, um, I'm, I'm a fan of football too. So for me, um, I say the opportunity comes, the itch comes. Um, I'm not going to turn down an opportunity to possibly, hopefully, help this team win a Super Bowl. Um, been there before, back in 2015, and I know what it feels like. And uh, yeah, you can say I'm I'm, I'm chasing that that the feeling time, again. The, the type of, the of preparation mindset with having to get back into starting after a couple of years kind of adoption. Nothing changes. My preparation doesn't change. I've, I mean, I've, I've prepared the same way my entire career. Um, so for me, it's just it's day after day, same thing. I mean, my uh, my film study, the way I go after go to practice, how I practice, how I take care of my body, how I work out, it's been the same. I think, I mean, it's a testament to why I'm here.
0: I think I think that's a testament to why you're here as well, AJ. I mean. That might be the best press conference I've ever listened to and that we've ever listened to here on the Bills post-game shows we've done on Sports for Beginners. That might be the best press conference I have ever heard. (laughs) I mean, you heard AJ Klein talk about, you know, when he got the call from Bean, from Brandon Bean, by the way. That the guys were gonna that the bills were gonna need him and and in turn, what does he do well well, he had some, well well, he was released, and they brought him back, but in turn, what does he do? Well, if you need me, guess what I'm there. So, apparently, as you heard Sean say earlier, and we're gonna get back to Sean in just a minute, but as you heard Sean McDermott say earlier, there were some plans to uh be in be on vacation in the off season, and honestly. We know that a j was released, but when Brandon Bean gave him a call, all of that that they were planning all of what a j and his family were plan were planning got cancelled because well,
8: the team called him back, and he took exactly
0: the team called him back and he took the opportunity when it was given to him with that we'll turn it back over to the head coach of the Buffalo Bills Sean McDermott back over to you Sean
6: and I there was I was watching a little bit of television last night watching another playoff game um with the young uh, Receiver the Rams have, and and how he's they said he's not a great tester or this and that, he's a football player. And I think that's you measure Khalil by playing the game of football. uh, I think he's a pretty, pretty special player uh, and person for that matter. And I think one feeds the other. So um, I think more people need to start measuring um, some of those things as opposed to some of the measurables and, and find true football players. AJ, you know, you mentioned the idea of the family
13: vacation plan. But then he comes in, get him back. Then he runs the scout team all week. Yeah. Then he has to come in and, and finish the game for you guys. I mean, that is not a natural week for a
6: player. Yes. Yeah, only AJ. I mean, he's his career, getting drafted where he was drafted in terms of um, the round he was drafted in. He's always believed in himself. Um, you know, he 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 sat somewhat behind Luke for for a long time in Carolina. Then blazed his own trail in in New Orleans there for a little bit as well. And it was fun to watch him from a distance at that point and then to have the opportunity to get him up here to Buffalo over the last couple of seasons at times. Um, and then to, you know, to basically say goodbye to him a few weeks ago, maybe a month it was, um, um, my timeline may not be accurate on that, but then to call him and say, Hey, no, um, you know that retirement thing he was talking about, like or you were talking about, let's let's uh, let's put that off a little bit here. So hey, everything happens for a reason. God works in mysterious ways and uh very fortunate that, that he came back.
2: I know you had to get had to Dallas to get him back on track on board with that with what
6: you did. Yeah. Um it's always important that you can stay two-dimensional. Uh, I thought James ran with purpose tonight. Um, you know, you could tell by the tilt of his pads he was he was uh he was ready to go. So, um uh, we need more of that.
2: Okay.
6: Yeah, um again another player that's um gone through a journey uh this season. Like we have as a team, and um, the mental skill it takes to stay confident and believing in oneself, and then to go out there and execute. This is not executing in a preseason game and working oneself back. This is executing at uh, at a level of playoff of playoff football, and that's even faster normally than than a regular season game. So um, I thought he did a real good job, and that was a big play for us. uh probably not fair for me to say I don't really know for sure days week you know day I don't think a week I don't know, but um it was, i just it just wasn't close enough. it was probably closer um, maybe for maybe for tyrell um but I don't know that if, 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 Oh so, uh, yeah. Well, that's a heck of an opponent. Um, we'll have to regroup tomorrow uh, as a staff, and I know some of our staff has already been working on the Chiefs, and um, that's kind of what you do is, as a position coach—you be able to look ahead a little bit. We'll just have to sit down with Nate tomorrow and just try and see who's healthy, and
8: um. As expected, again, once again, as
0: we'll get back to McDermott in a moment. But right now, let's go to the defensive boys and turn it
8: over to Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. Gentlemen. You guys now have the floor.
7: We do lose some guys, but boys stepped up, man. Boys stepped up. It is always tough to lose guys. That's been our it's been all season long. You know, DQ went down. Uh, Travis went down. Uh, you know, Russell stepped up. Dane stepped up. Dane had a great game today. So, you know, that's that's the NFL. Guys were down. We have a great group of guys that is next man up, and there's no drop-offs, So, hey, Kyir, look at Kier, man man. Um, coming in, he hasn't played all season. Um, coming in the playoff game, CB gets hurt. Uh, CB's another one who stepped up all season long for us. But it's next man up. Yeah, you, it sucks to lose guys, but we got a great team. we got great guys behind him. you, uh, you want to say about Pierre's interception? Huge, huge. Uh, you know,
5: I had a penalty right before that, you know, um, learn from it. Came back, you know, didn't let him, uh, didn't hold him down, and he didn't get in his feelings or anything like that. Went out there and made a play for us. That was a huge play, huge play. We were up fourteen on that. 14. We made a fourteen-seven. Um, if they would have scored a touchdown, so that was, that was huge, man. Get a, not only to get an interception, but a red zone interception, take points off the board. Um, that's that's a huge playoff play. they
2: have been living on uh, explosive. Uh, Baltimore with the Big One, Johnson, you guys, with all the different people.
5: We just we uh we take pride in communicating and, um, you know, that starts every day in the meeting. Um, you know, j Poe and I are watching a lot of film together and and, you know, working on getting everybody lined up and, and working with TB. And um, <clears throat> yeah, it's just, it just comes down to us uh, communicating every day and in
7: and, and, uh, and meetings. On the couch coming <laughs> 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 in mean, and, and taking over the defense, and that says a lot about the type of guys that have uh,
8: part of the team. Yeah, the couch last saying Mike, um, guy that's that we trust, Guy that's a lot of support, helps. Thank you guys. Paul.
5: Yeah, I mean, we knew that was their plan, especially with the with the weather coming in. Um, and that's that's Pittsburgh's to their football. You know, we, we were watching it, and that's that's what they want to do, um, especially under Mike T. So um, <clears throat> we knew that was kind of their game plan, but we you know we got up on them a little bit. They uh, were able to to get into the passing game a little bit, and you know we uh, we had some opportunities to get some tops.
1: How much did the last five weeks prepare you guys for this? Because we kept hearing it's a playoff
2: game, it's a playoff game. Well. Wow. Now it actually is a playoff game. How much did that kind of help set you up for this? Really look at the whole season.
8: Taking one moment at a time you know, early on, a lot of counting kind of out. Obviously, yeah, rhythm, back on, on each other helps, but at the same time, those losses early in the season helped build that first, help for these moments right here. But um, we're not. These games haven't been perfect. The last five games, we are argue both sides of the ball, especially and we can continue to get better. uh we're finding ways to win. That's what's important. At the end of the day, a lot of that had helped. That that helped for the home right?
7: Prepared for them.
8: like it like that. Now that you've gone through it, that
1: so many people did count you out, and that I think maybe, I don't know if you guys caught people by surprise, but there were a lot of people who wrote you out.
7: I think every season presents its own challenges, um, you know, and that was one of the challenges that we had to deal with this year. And I I think I've said it before, like, there was a lot of people that did count us out. There was not one person in the locker room that gave a damn about anything that anybody else said outside of that locker room. So, you know, the pressure builds diamonds. Continue to just keep keep just applying the pressure. And, you know, we got, what is that, five in a row. It really doesn't matter. We're on to the next one. And for uh, that ad- adversity early on, he's definitely helped right here. I'm Josh, touchdown. Power Yeah. <laughs> yes, I was. I
5: even told him we got back to the sideline. I said, hey, man, you need to slide. He just looked at me like I was crazy. Um, but, you know, that's that's J.A., man. He just is able to uh, – how big he is, he's he's actually really elusive. You know, he kind of has that one-two step, you know, real quick to, to uh, get people off balance and broke a tackle and took it to the house.
1: What
5: do you uh, see on the Khalil touchdown at the end? I right. the same thing y'all saw. Like what the like what there's no way. You know, Houdini over here, uh, you know, dipped down, um, was able to, to break a tackle and um they... uh,
8: I'm sorry to cut that off, but can I just go back? Can I just go back to Houdini? Is that what we're gonna call Josh Allen for now on? Houdini, like listen to what Micah Hyde says here. Listen to this.
5: The same thing y'all saw. Like what the like what? There's no way, you know, Houdini over here. Uh, you know, dipped down. Um, was able to to break a tackle and um and get in the zone. That was huge. That was huge because uh you know they were working their way back. I think they're down by four. They were down by 14, They ended up scoring to make it a seven-point game, and then the offense went out there and, and did that, and that was big. That was, that was probably the biggest drive of the game, just to <clears throat> kind of create that gap and make them one-dimensional when they got the ball back. I think there was not that much time left, four, four or five minutes left. And so um, just a, a great drive by the offense. I was telling them in the locker room, like, that, was, that was exactly what we needed, because on defense we were kind of giving up some, some plays and they were able to score on us. Jordan, Jordan about- alluded to this
11: before, but I would ask you, I mean, with all of your experience and time in this league, and you look at this defense, this team this year, with the caliber of players that have been injured and in and out through the course of the season, I mean, is there anything that's different? What, how would you describe this team and its resilience and the whole next man up mentality? Yeah, it's a cliche, but the way you've applied it defensively uh,
5: to this point? Uh, you know, it's, uh, for, you know, for me, I, you know, missing, missing a couple games also and seeing the guys step in and make plays, it's, it's been huge. Um, it's, you know, it can't. Can't say enough about the coaching for sure um coaching each and every week doesn't matter who the bodies are going out there and and um coaching guys right and then you know for the for the you know, the guys on the team to continue to c- communicate and you know i think that once we got here seven years ago you know we created this foundation created, we created a culture um and, and and a way for guys to learn and also to go out there and play fast and play free and you know it's been a process throughout this whole time but i will say that once guys get in here day one they they can see it they see the culture they see how, how this organization is built, um, and, you know, guys like us two Tredavis, Milano, Reed, D-Doc, the guys from that 2017 team that are still standing, um, you know, we had a big part in, in creating a culture to um, – doesn't matter who it is, you know, stepping on that field, um, go out there, give it your best, and, you know, if you mis- make a mistake, we'll correct it later. Forget it, flush it, the and point. move on. So
8: The boys. Boys Micah and Jordan And you know
0: they're right, they're right. You make a mistake, forget it, flush it, we'll uh we'll we'll come back to it. All right. We are going to hear from a guy that was talked about Minus A.J. Klein. But I also do want to get into what's going on down there in Tampa Bay. Right now, it looks like Tampa Bay is going to be the opponent for the Detroit
8: Lions come next week in the Divisional. but. Honestly, we won't know until we hit zeros on the clock and no time is left on the clock. for Philadelphia. We're in the fourth quarter, it's 25 to 9. We'll check back in with it. Normally in the final segment, this would be when we're looking ahead. And it it still is.
0: Only this time we're not looking ahead. Five games down the road, six games down the road. We're looking ahead to the one game.
8: Every game matters. And right now, now that we've taken a look at the big game that is still going on, let's go back. And send it back over to Coach McDermott as
0: we continue hearing from McDermott. And we will hear from Shakir to put this show into a bow. As I'll give you my final thoughts on this game.
8: And more.
0: But right now, your attention is back on head coach McDermott.
6: When they'll be healthy, if they're not healthy, and and uh, and then see what what jersey numbers we have, and, and kind of go from there. Yeah. Sure. Are you talking during the game? Yes. Yes, the equipment staff did a great job. Jeff Mazurk and his staff, and our communications people, Dan Evans and, and his staff as well. That's a that's a hard thing to get done as quickly as they did, and, and uh, they did a great job.
2: Um,
11: guys, uh, resilience has been used a lot right down the stretch on the push for the playoffs, yeah. and, and tonight you've got guys going down on defense, that game's get close, and the offense goes on that drive, and Khalil uh, scores. I guess how much of Whatever identity you formed or what you went through during that end of season push played into this game tonight.
6: Yeah, I think that fabric, you know, you kind of you, you you draw from that, right? Uh, when you when you're building that that fabric during the season through different challenges, adversity, the journey, um, that's what you lean on in, in situations like we had tonight, um, and we'll have to do it going forward. Quite honestly, so um, cause it doesn't look like we're getting any healthier.
2: For better or worse you're a team that's used to having games
13: moved to different days, to different cities. How did you lean on that past experience this time around?
6: Yeah, um I was glad that we didn't have to move locations. I was start to get a little bit worried about that. Um you know, you play all season long to earn a home playoff game and um not only for our sake, but for our fans' sake. Um and so you know, you want to reward Bills Mafia for for doing what they do all season long, right? And in, in our community around here. And um, no, the experience of having games moved and and some of the like contingency plans, it definitely came into play in that experience in terms of, um, you know, when you look at it a little bit, we we weren't even able to meet yesterday. Uh, we met on Zoom, so so Saturday after the walkthrough. Within thirty minutes, maybe the word came out that there was um that the game was gonna get moved, so we just tried to get everybody together from a leadership standpoint. There's about eight of us um and then we put a plan in place so that the players could feel as comfortable as possible um and then uh that was that was Saturday, so that became our Friday, and then the next day became our Saturday. The only challenge was. We weren't able to, because of the travel ban, we weren't able to meet. So we met over Zoom. Um, and we even had a five minute uh, team stretch over Zoom. I know it sounds funny, um, but we just wanted to get the players. We needed felt like we needed to get the players moving. And Coach Siano and his staff did a great job of leading a stretch from home. Um, so if anyone's looking for an individual workout program, we've recorded it so you guys can use it if you need it. Um, um, and then last night, again, holding out hope that we could get everybody back in for for those nightly meetings to get into a little bit of routine and um, just with the conditions the way they were, didn't think it was right. And then the band was still in, in, in place there. So we Zoomed again. Uh, we had a normal course of meetings with our chapel service, our, our mass on Zoom. And then we did team meeting, O&D and special teams all, all over Zoom. And then the guys didn't even stay at the hotel last night. They stayed at home. Um, for the obvious reason of, of, of conditions the way they. Were. So um, it's speaking
8: safe. of home playoff okay. games, how nice is it that for once you have to come here, you you get to host them yeah. at Highmark
2: Stadium next it, week it, instead of going out
6: there. <clears throat> yeah, it's nice that we don't have to travel. Um, I think that's big, and then to the play in front of our fans again, and um, you know, we have a lot of respect for for Andy Reid and the, their and their and their program, and we've had our battles over the years, and this will be another one, I'm sure, and. Um, I mean, you watch what they did the other night. I mean, they were dominant. So um, we got to get our rest and try and get a little bit healthier if we can, and then get ourselves ready to go again. There's been a bit of
7: turbulence in the kicking game down the stretch of the season. Where's your confidence level in that unit as a whole moving forward?
6: No, it's high. I mean, when you look at those guys, I know that they've had some moments here, and, um, you know, I know that those guys are – they've made a lot of kicks over the years, T-Bass in this case, and, and Sam. So. Um, you know, fully confident in those two and 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 Reid as well. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, Brandon and I spoke about that. We need to get a better feel for where Sam is, and uh, and then go from there.
2: Over the last few weeks, this team was kind of playing like they were
1: already in the playoffs in order to get there. But do you feel like it benefited you guys at all to know that your mindset is already in that place instead of feeling like maybe we have to ramp it up a little
6: bit? Now? Yes, uh, definitely so. I feel like um, that resilient nature that I, that I was asked about earlier, um, it's kind of what we do, right? Um, even with the snow situation over the last, I don't know, call it 36, 48 hours, right? So for these guys staying at home and Zooming, it's like, OK, just tell me what's next, right? So I think that's, uh, that just speaks to the types of players and, and people we have.
2: Sean, what do you do during the Zoom stretch?
6: No, I got up and I stretched with them uh, I did uh, yeah, I, I did uh, if I listen if I'm gonna ask them to do it I'm gonna do it with them. Uh, it wasn't pretty on my on my part. I can tell you um, But I was up there. I thought about wearing my workout gear on top of that, but I didn't want to you know Make light of the situation, so I'm um, um, just to get get them to laugh and everything, but um, no, it was It was uh, interesting. I'll just say that interesting. You know some guys didn't want to have their their cameras on we made them turn their cameras on so we could see them actually moving um you know it's real easy they're they're human just like we are right and real easy to sit at home watch the snow you know sit on the couch um eat food eat more food and next thing you know you got to roll you know ro- the ball's out here and it's heat up and it's ready you got ready to ready to play football so um i thought they did a great job my workout gear yeah i was gonna i was gonna like really take it to the extreme to get get these guys to laugh and, and have some fun with it. Hey, it, you know, I think that's part of it, too, is you know, just try and make make it fun, um, kind of a bonding experience for us. I mean, whoever thought, and I told the guys this, I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever thought if when I signed up to be a head coach that I'd be leading or in part part of a stretch, a team stretch over Zoom the night before a game um, or the day before a game. So you got to do what you got to do, right? Okay. I'm sorry, we didn't do music.
2: That's
0: we should have though. Maybe next time. <laughs> Sean McDermott. Maybe next time. You know what? Shout out to the Bills. You know what? As a Bills fan, I gotta think about. T- I gotta think. I gotta think right now, Bills Mafia, about reaching out to the Bills and asking for the recording because I feel like. You know
8: you know and and i I work out
0: mostly on a bike, mostly on a bike to be honest with you, the biggest time i the biggest time that I get to work out not just on a bike but like really get my feet going, get my get my core engaged and all that stuff
8: it's on a tuesday evening so (laughs) it's a story for another time but
0: definitely something that i will look into so buffalo bill uh everybody at the bills uh team and the organization uh If you guys don't mind, uh, you could send me the video uh, that you guys recorded of your entire routine. I would love to hear it. I would love to see it. Maybe I'll follow along, but if you guys could, if you guys were able to send that to me, that would be nice. It would be so nice to see what you guys were able to do.
8: On Zoom, by all things. All right. You know what, ladies and gentlemen? We're through Sean McDermott. We're through...
0: Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer. We're through Mike Pomlin. We're through pretty much almost everybody I wanted to hear from. But just to put this show in a pretty little bow before we say goodbye and get ready for next week, let's go into the locker room and hear
8: what Tyler Elam had to say after this game. I mean,
0: this this show might be the longest one we've ever done but what can you say it's a big game it's a big game and the next and the next one next week is even bigger so i guess we're going to have to come on here and give you as much as we can heck we even did something we don't normally do on bill's post game we gave you hockey post game coverage from Pittsburgh and from head coach
8: Dave Hakstol of the Dave Hakstol of the
0: Seattle Kraken we also gave you along with Dave Hakstol we gave you Seattle Kraken hockey player, Jaden Schwartz. And we also gave you head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Mike
8: Sullivan. So,
0: I think we've done pretty much all it well enough to now say that in this second and final segment of the program, as soon as we hear. From Kyler Elam. That's a wrap. On
8: this program. I mean. We could go all night long. Heck we could even go until.
0: Buccaneers and. We could even go until. To B- to Buccaneers and. Eagles are done, but I feel like everything that Josh, Sean,
8: and everybody that we've heard from today, and from the hockey game
0: that we've heard from on this program, I feel like right now. More than anything, if this segment is as long as I think it's going to be,
8: I'm glad it's our final segment
0: and the actual end of the final segment because I'm looking forward to playing that shout song
8: right about now and saying, We'll see you after Bills in Chief. But good things come to those who wait and for the Bills and Bills Mafia to wait three days Actually, I should say one day. Because the game was moved from Sunday to Monday. For this game to actually get underway and get finished. Good things come to those who wait. And guess what? We waited. And we got rewarded. So glory to God. Glory to. I should say. Glory to
0: God. Shout out to Bill's Mafia. For showing up at Highmark Stadium. Or showing up wherever. You may have been watching the game. Shout out. To those that were able to volunteer. And get that stadium ready. For a game on Monday.
8: But my goodness,
0: I think the biggest shout out has got to go to those who came to Highmark Stadium and work with the Bills Organization
8: to get that stadium ready. And I want to shout out the governor,
0: Kathy Holkel. For being in touch with Roger Goodell. And of course, being in touch with the NHL. Like, I I mean... If uh, communication didn't happen, this game probably doesn't happen on Monday. It probably doesn't happen until tomorrow. Or... Before the divisional games. Should even get underway.
8: Next week. So ladies and gentlemen. That being said. Let's wrap this up. Here's Kyler Elam. Post game. After. The Bills' thirty-one to seventeen win over the Steelers.
2: Yeah, how good did that feel?
8: Yeah. I want to thank God, man.
15: I want to thank God, man, because you know where I, where I was mentally a couple months ago. I probably I, I don't
2: know. I just I was just so grateful, man. So grateful. What'd you see? What'd you see on the play? Take us through
15: it. What did I see? Yep. Uh, it was just man-to-man. Um, he gave me a quick outside release. I got my hands on. Uh, he tried to he tried to like speed up his feet to make me go over the top, and I just slipped. I slipped the route in the end zone and just secure my feet. In. Talk
11: about where you were mentally a couple months ago. Where were you mentally after the last two plays, you know, penalty and a
12: mission tackle for the first time? Damn, I'm starting off on the negatives already, man. <laughs> you talk about that. I want to see like where you were there and going to where you were mentally after the pick, too. Talk about I mean, that.
15: I just feel like everything that i've been through has made me stronger you know so i didn't let those two plays really affect me you know what i mean like me earlier in the season i probably would have let things affect me. and um through the, my whole story man i just been growing mentally stronger you know and um i was trying to battle through some my foot and i really couldn't run couldn't sprint and nothing but i'm trying to force myself to play and play well and gonna happen. but you know i just want to thank god and my my teammates never allowed me to you know uh Give up
2: and uh, always continue to work hard, especially when I got back up. I I getting through that time, especially
8: you know, God puts you on places alone, you know, so you only re- so he can so he so he no- so you know that you only rely
15: on him, you know, when times get hard. You know need, really need everybody else, everybody else need Validation. You
13: know, you just need him and him and yourself. Had a lot of guys go down on defense. A lot of guys had to step up in this game. What does it say about that group? Your side of the ball, they're doing? Um, just a
15: big shout out to the coaches, man. You know, it's for a person to be third and fourth on a depth chart, just playing special teams. You know, that that's that's tough, you know, because you're not getting no reps, you know. So for the guys, shout out to the guys who came in the game, well, including me too, just being resilient, you know, taking every rep
8: seriously and and it paid off. I think everybody who came in the game uh, made a, made a conscious effort to help us. We have hit a pause. Oh, there we go. We have hit a pause here. We have hit a pause here. So. We will bring ourselves back to. We will bring ourselves
0: back on over to Shakir. We seemed to be having some technical. We seemed to be having some technical issues. we will bring it back to Shakir in just a second as we finish it off i noticed we were having a lot of those uh issues as we were rolling around but let me just tell you right now this is like this is indeed the final segment of the program
8: so we're battling through this Speaking of battling through, let's finish this off. Back to Shakir.
0: Bye. Never give up. Sorry, back to Elam. Elam is who we are playing. Elam is who we are listening to. Never give up, you know, no matter what you want, No matter, you know, when you feel
15: like there's no light at the end of the tunnel, never give up. You know what I mean? You stay down,
0: commit to your craft,
15: you know what I mean? My head was in the playbook, you know, and just... I just,
8: I just, I'm thankful, you know.
2: What's going forward? going forward You
8: know, still a bus, bro. Still a bus. <laughs> I'm just playing. I ain't no bus. I'm playing. <laughs> um, just trying to make plays. make plays, make plays,
15: make plays, make plays. Get Josh back the ball. Tackle. You know what I mean? I came in the game. Rusty is on or what? You know. Um, you just had to reset mentally and just go out there and play the game I knew how to
8: play, you know. But has it fueled me? I mean, call me a bus. I mean,
15: that's that's your opinion. You know I have my whole career to to, to let that play. out. I know I can play. You know what I mean, I just
8: had to get healthy, so i show you guys and you know just go out there and just play my game. You know? And that'll do it Or players to hear from. That'll do it for people to hear from. Thank goodness for that.
0: But that's also going to do it for this edition of post game programming. On to Kansas City and they're coming to play Buffalo. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are at that point where As we've done so often, maybe not as often on the football side, but so often on the ice side of things. It is time to say goodbye after looking at our attendance record. Tonight's attendance record at Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park, New York. 70,040 fans in attendance. At a Bills win.
8: Bills win it. 31 to 17. And taking us to a special. Stationed ID. Ahead of our podcast. Outro music and message. You know it. I know it. We all know what time it is. You know it. I know it. We know what time it is, Bills Mafia. Because the Bills won. We know what time it is. It's time to sing. Our touchdown song and our fight song, ladies and gentlemen, kick it, shout. It's time for us to sing our fight song and touchdown song, hit it out.
0: As we say before, at the end, I should say, of every Bills post-game show, you've just listened to Buffalo Bills football on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And I am your host, Scott McGregor, saying that we will talk to you, Bills Mafia, after the next Bills game. But until that time. I am reminding you. That it is not goodbye. It is until next time. We'll see you around. Bills Mafia. And go Bills. Enjoy the rest of your day. Evening. Afternoon. Whatever it. wherever you may be tuning into it. To the show. Regardless on how long this show is. Please don't rush through it. And without further ado, this is Scott McGregor signing
8: off for Sports for Beginners
0: and Bill's Post-Recap, Bill's Post-Game Edition. So with that being said, kick it, shout out. Make me wanna shout! Kick your heels
4: up and shout! Throw your hands up and shout! Throw your head back and shout! Come on now The bills are making it happen now Stand up now, come on and shout Yeah, 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 yeah Say you will Shout it right now, baby Say you will Come on, come on Say you will Come on and shout Say you will Yeah, Buffalo's happening now now. They're making it happen now. Jump. You got the spirit, Jump. a lot of spirit, yeah. Jump. You got the spirit. Jump. Just watch it happen now. Hey,
2: hey, hey, hey. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo.
8: The bills make me wanna Jump. I'm out. Peace.
0: You have just listened to Buffalo Bills football on the Sports for Beginners podcast. The season isn't over just yet and the playoff run is only just beginning. Next stop, The Divisional Round! It's the Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs! And we can't wait to bring it to you on the next edition of Bill's Post Game! Bill's Post Recap! But until that time, I'd like to remind you, as always, that it is not goodbye, it is always until next time. And of course, for information on upcoming shows, schedules, and updates, please visit sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com or... Check us out on Facebook by liking our Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Send us an email at Sports for Beginners 82, Sports for Beginners Podcast 82, 31, at gmail.com. Until next Sunday night. We'll see you after the after the Divisional game for more Bills football. On the Sports for Beginners podcast, the Buffalo Bills, John Allen, Sean McDermott, Jordan Boyer, Micah High, and all of Bill's Mafia live here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. See you next Sunday, Bill's Mafia. Thank you so much for listening to. Sports for beginners if you would like to learn more about the show you can visit the podcast facebook page or visit the official website you can also send us an email at sports for beginners podcast 8231 at as we always remind you it is not goodbye it is until next time